2: This is off track with Ancient rossi
0: I switched computers and this thing has a closer camera.
2: We should all just do the show you know, like this from now on. Okay. You don't have to read in, that's the
0: point. All right, so, so just a recap. I'm awake at five AM for this. Yes. Well now you guys are making fun of my proximity to the camera.
2: Hello and welcome to the earliest edition of off. <sighs> Track with Rossi ever recorded. If it sounds like okay. we just woke up, From it's there. because we and did.
0: after all that, now his microphone's not working either.
2: Yeah, it was pretty just. bad. <laughs> Yours. Why is that?
3: No.
0: Now it is, of course. You no, know, just for the intro, it had to be. So, Let's
3: so start that over.
2: No, well, no, no, hello. no it's perfect. <laughs> Let's leave it. No, we're putting in a better one. <laughs>
3: could you just not edit this at all I'm not, no
2: I mean we're already just, doing this
0: late I'm just putting this out exactly as we do it oh so sorry
3: oh you, you, you... sorry <laughs> crap
0: cool that's another 40 minutes of work thanks Alex
2: <laughs> what you said you're, just, you're not going to edit it you're just going to put it out just as is I was like so you mean just a normal week with off track because I feel like you don't do anything no oh, I feel yeah. like I feel
3: like if you hadn't edited things we would be In a lot of trouble by now.
2: Much fewer sponsors. (laughs) Well, uh, hey guys. So yeah, we're recording this one on the early side, which is my fault. Well,
3: technically the very late side, because it's Thursday. It's
2: true. Also that that's a great point.
0: Literally sending out the tweet that we're late right now. Oh, that's cool. Had some Um, scheduling problems.
2: Which is true. Alex was in one part of the world or a country. Tim was in another part of the country. I was in another Multiple part of the country. Multiple parts of the country
3: the past. Yes,
2: yeah. 48 hours. Well what well why do we why do we talk about it? What's? we'll we'll get to I know so we took the week off last week um recovering from the season ending and just having a bit of a break everybody was off doing different things post Long Beach. We just kind of forgot. We'll get we'll get to, We'll get to Long Beach in a second. But why don't we talk about what you've been up to, Alejandro slash Tim, because you've also been doing some stuff. Well, James, we um,
3: Long Beach ended. Man, honestly, <laughs> you don't, don't remember. Know. Let me look at my calendar. I flew home. I flew home you did. immediately after because I needed to just get home. I had been out since Laguna. Um, I, was over, I was over it. I was over a lot of things. Um And I went home and, and just kind of got back to a normal routine of getting back in the gym and eating at home and not eating out and all yeah. of those things. And it's funny when people ask, it's like, what do you do in your free time? It's like, I sit at home because my free time means that I don't have to be anywhere. Right.
0: Yeah, and you're like, not going to add other people into your free time.
3: I, I Well, yeah
2: I have lately and I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he's talking about you, Tim. But we'll that's, get to
0: that's that. That's how I took it. That's <laughs> how I did it. We had. I so, we had a wonderful time, Alex.
3: No, we did. So <laughs> so then Tim came in. Tim came in on Thursday. Um, I had a little bit of a late birthday thing, which was cool. My girlfriend got me an air hockey table, which was
2: awesome. Which I cannot wait to come play, by the way. Right? I, I had her. hockey.
3: I had to build it. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> But it's cool, you know. It's it's all right. Um, And then um, we all had this past Saturday. um, Our dear friend Marissa Andretti got married. Um, Jane was the officiant. So Tim brought up a great point um, that (laughs) on stage for a wedding, the three main people that were up there were all employees of Andretti Autosport and members of Brunner and members of Brunner. Yeah, that's a great point. Pretty. Pretty awesome. Pretty it's cool. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny.
0: It was a really fun wedding.
3: It was a great wedding. It was, it was a great, great wedding. wedding. And then Tim and I finished the wedding. So obviously we you went to bed. She was terrible. But... We went to bed super early. Um, <laughs> As well, you do, well yeah, after a wedding. <laughs> well rested. Well, totally hydrated. Well hydrated, yep.
0: Didn't smoke any cigars. That's I cool. did not smoke <laughs> any
3: cigars. Tim smoked three cigars In three.
0: I wanted us to all average one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Timothy. Three cigars in one night. That's all. Three cigars in a sitting,
3: Tim. Three cigars in a sitting year. (laughs) So so then Tim and I woke up bright and early and flew to Las Vegas. Um (laughs) as one does. As one does. Uh mostly because I had a um, sponsorship appearance on Monday with, with Marco. Um, we were, we were there for, for kind of team thing, but also Marco was there for, um, you know, uh, a friend's bachelor party. So it all, Connor was going, so it all kind of worked out. Um, so Tim had to go back to the West coast. So Tim came. So we had, uh, a night in Vegas, which is cool. We went and saw Penn and Teller, which I had never seen before. Oh yeah, how before. was that? Yeah, we were talking about awesome. that before you went. Amazing. Really, really cool. Now, was he he was not playing the piano?
2: Ah, oh, damn.
3: Because I was like, because I, I didn't know who they were. So we walked in, and someone was playing the piano. And I I told Tim, I was like, that's that's one of them. <laughs> and Tim was like, sure isn't. Sure is. And I was like, Yeah, it is. I know. And sure enough, it was not.
0: It wasn't oh, no. so like I, of them.
3: So but the best part of the entire show was we sat down in our seats next to a very uh, above middle aged dad and and his wife, and Tim and him were wearing the exact same shoes, almost to the same size. Same color. They were the same newness. They were tied the same. It was was unbelievable. he
2: a stylish above middle no. aged guy. Okay. Was not. He was, he was so Tim, not how did that make you feel? It didn't make me feel great. Okay. So, did you then go shoe shopping the next day in Vegas? No,
3: <laughs> well, no. Um, Tim was shopping for a new existence. I think. So.
0: The fun thing I learned about Las Vegas is twenty-five hours in Las Vegas is roughly fifteen hours too many.
2: Yes, that's that's genuinely <laughs> no, pretty.
3: Honestly, we did Vegas right because what we did. We had some good food. We drank some drinks. We uh, played cards. We lost money, and we woke up very tired and that was good like we ticked all the boxes i feel like there's nothing else really hey, you good. saw a
2: show, saw a you, did show. you did all the you all we did do. it all so the funny tim part is, yard
3: there you go so we all we all go to lunch um before our before our appearance and um tim we're sitting down at lunch and keep in mind well i guess you wouldn't know this so after the the appearance i have to get immediately on the road because i have to go to barstow california which is in the middle of the desert exactly in the middle between las vegas and los angeles so tim's going to be driving back with me as his way of getting home and we're going to stop in barstow for the night i have some stuff to do with um the honda off-road team so tim's all aware of this so we're sitting at lunch and i i realized that tim doesn't have any of his bags because i went to go get a rental car and he just ubered to to the different hotel um for for lunch with marco and I'm like, "Where's your stuff?" And he's like, At, "In the room." And I said, "Oh, cool. Well, a, we have to leave. B, we've checked out. So, All right, I don't know. So I don't really know how you're going to deal with any of that."
0: In <laughs> my defense,
3: I can't wait to it hear was this. About,
0: it was about noon, so I had gone to bed six hours ago. So I Where, wasn't.
1: Where's your defense?
2: <laughs> I wasn't. I'll Get it. I'm unaffected that's wild. a you problem <laughs> yeah
3: that's that's kind of irrelevant so so anyway so we go so you and marco
2: room. enjoy lunch and tim has to panic and go back to the hotel and figure out how to get his back it's
3: good it's good they're calling me they're calling me like uh so oh yeah
2: because
0: i'm not on the room by the way i'm yeah, not right, course, they're right.
3: <laughs> so they're like can you verify your address and i was like nah.
0: <laughs> they, they really got, they, no, they're like my favorite part is mr rossi yes can we see some id damn it <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was a short trip so it's in the
0: room
3: <laughs> so, and then they're like can you verify your email no <laughs> so we go to this 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 appearance um which is your typical like las vegas convention type thing um and it was actually kind of cool because it was for claus taller the non-alcoholic beer sponsor we had. And it was a beer distributors conference. So you had all of the different brands there and and all of everything kind of related to beer. So everyone had booths set up and and stuff. So so we did that. And about an hour in, Marco and I get a text. Well, actually, the whole group gets a text. And it's like Tim's sitting in the, in Caesars drinking a yarder. And for those of you that don't know, a yarder is a three point 3. three foot long beverage, a three foot three inch.
0: You know, you're making good choices when you're measuring your your drinks and distance. Yeah. That's a good great point. And do
3: you want to tell you about the conversation that you had with the the Caesar's employee?
0: Okay, yeah. So again, I'm just I'm killing it on all cylinders here. And I'm sitting at a table because I figured out where the convention center is. Turns out I'm not where they're supposed to come out, but I'm like, I'm going to be right here when they come out, so there's no way I'm going to miss them. We're going to go right to the car. Didn't happen. But anyways, I'm, I'm basically sitting at like a patio. It's like a different
3: part of the hotel. That's
0: great. Yeah. I'm going to get a patio table for the restaurant, but it, it feels weird to call it a patio because it's all indoors. But it's like, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And somebody from the restaurant comes out and they just go, excuse me, sir. Uh, you know, you, you can't Uh, Sit here if you're not eating at this restaurant. And I'm like, very clearly not eating at this restaurant. I've I've gotten my bags, but I also just have a yarder, and they don't serve yarders. So so they come up and they ask me if, or they tell me, yeah, excuse me, sir, you can't sit here. And I just look them dead in the eye and just say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't speak English. With no hint of any other accent, just nothing. Just. And the guy just doesn't know what to say. So he just leaves. (laughs) And I think I've found like a pretty foolproof method to get out of anything.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I I don't know if that's a method, but yeah.
0: Well, you know what? It worked.
2: Well, wait, don't you, don't you speak like Ukrainian or something weird?
0: I speak a little. I speak some Czech.
2: Yeah, check, some right. Czech, right? Okay, so that's yeah. that's no, your just, play then then.
0: me to go into that and be like, "Oh, You know, I didn't go into that.
2: No, no, but that's what you do if he if he has any rebuttal. You say oh. <laughs> it's like, no, I English. One. I don't speak English, and then as soon as he says, "Well, you just said that in English," and then just start ripping off Czech rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. I think you're solid. Uh,
0: yeah, that was.
3: So that. So then. I'm just going to finish this whole this whole saga. <laughs> right. Let's circle this. Let's close this loop. So this is a sidebar. Very interesting thing. Apparently, seltzers are like dying. Like, seltzers are not the future. And the future of uh, canned beverages as, that isn't beer is either canned cocktails mm-hmm. or alcohol-infused energy drinks, which I think is a wild move. One that Wait, Connor already, will love. we
0: already learned our lesson with Four loco there?
3: I don't know what that is.
0: Oh Same. God! Okay, so when I was in college, they had to either take the caffeine or the alcohol out of Four Loko.
3: How is it different a, than ordering a Red Bull vodka? Red
0: no, vodka. no, like it would be canned. It was a canned right. alcohol. So like,
3: how is it different than someone going to a bar and ordering a Red Bull vodka? Yeah, I guess that's that. where
0: you're mi- you're mixing it yourself and you're making nope. that mistake. But okay, okay. Well, I don't anyway, remember so, exactly so, what so, happened, but.
3: So right. all, the, all, the, all the companies now are like, okay, yeah. This is a terrible are, idea. are, are there, but mm, that's not the market anymore. So moving on, dr- get in the car, start driving to Barstow, um, get to Barstow. I, I get there just in time. So what, what I'm trying to do is get some time at night um, to kind of refresh myself in the truck in the desert. Um, driving at night, kind of do that, finish up, and Tim and I yeah. go to Chili's because
0: so, just to be clear, Alex didn't have a yarder. I was the only one making mistakes in Vegas. Alex is <laughs> perfectly fine. He was like at a sponsor appearance and then had to drive. Like there was no, there were no mistakes on that end. The mistakes were one-sided.
2: I love that you were in Vegas for almost as little amount of time as you can make quote-unquote a trip to vegas and you had all of these things like imagine you were there for three days like you wouldn't would have, you survived? Wouldn't would you have made it.
3: <laughs> no dude so he like <laughs> keaton our our buddy who was there was was trying to convince tim he was like dude just like you can crash on on the couch in my room and stuff and then like just marco's go like you. i'll
0: be back in la in two days come with yep. me i was like right, no i will die <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gave it some thought
0: and thank god i didn't go <laughs> that way <laughs>
3: so um so, so did, night driving yeah night driving was great Tick that box and so then we go to Chili's and at this point you know I, I'm pretty tired we're we're tired you know we need we need to have an early night and um we uh sit down at the bar um to order food and both of us are just looking at a menu and just <laughs> can't we can't like make a decision we're yeah, just focus. like focus yeah I don't know. About, about
0: 10 minutes into just staring at this menu and occasionally turning pages, Alex, is like, we need to make a decision. <laughs> like, Because we need to order so we can go to sleep.
3: <laughs> so we order. And let me just tell you, Chili's is not as good as Applebee's. Chili's is probably oh. one of the worst restaurants I've ever been to. Actually.
0: I told my friend out here, I said hey, I had a disappointing dinner at Chili's in Barstow. And he goes, every part of that sentence, the disappointing was redundant.
3: Right. <laughs> 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 so then we go to sleep we finally you know we, we, get, our, we get our 10 hours or whatever go uh, back to the desert um, to do a couple more couple more runs kind of uh, just again to get this brand new truck get used to get used to the truck um, before we head down to Mexico in a couple of weeks and Tim got the opportunity to come along and so yeah, what are you
0: Alex was like oh do you want to you know if they have a, a helmet you want to throw it on you can, you can get in and go in the truck with me
3: and like Keep in I mind, all him. they had was a a helmet. He was yeah. in shorts and a t shirt. It <laughs> was awesome. <laughs>
2: That's a loose program, and I love it.
0: But like, I'm a I'm like a pretty anxious guy under most circumstances. Like, I'm always thinking about what the worst case scenario is for everything I do. But mm-hmm. for some reason, for this, I was like, yeah, what could go wrong? I'm good. But then there was this this kid who was testing, and his mom was there. She's like. Are you sure you're making the right decision right now? And I'm like squeezing this helmet on my head, which is entirely too big for it. I'm like, not anymore. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> I'm like, I to get in this thing. But no, it was awesome. It was uh, my head hit the roll bar a lot. I'm sure I did some damage there to either the roll bar or my head. But uh, yeah, that was an incredible experience. It was another day of not being and passenger on a headline too, which was a big plus.
2: I still just can't believe they found a helmet that would fit your head.
0: Now scientists are still figuring out how it
2: happened. Like, did they have to remove all of the padding and it was just literally a shell?
0: You know, he, he did tell me, he's like, when you put this on, your ears are going to hurt like hell. And he was correct.
2: Yes. You didn't have the balaclava <laughs> to kind of keep your ears yeah, held against was... your head.
0: And then, like, I took the picture... Uh, like i took two pictures i took one like before i got in the car and then like one after and, like the one after like my cheeks are trying to escape out the window hole and like it's all just red i was like yeah i'm gonna post the before
3: <laughs> <laughs> so got got tim introduced to desert racing uh went back to la tim tim's journey then ended mine um then still resumed uh got on a flight to atlanta to land at 12 30 in the morning Cool. Um, to then uh wake up and go to a another sponsor appearance this time for Napa. Did that for a couple hours. Flew home. Got home yesterday afternoon, and here we are on Thursday at eight twenty three in the morning recording our podcast episode. So that so, is why it is delayed, people. We are sorry.
0: Five twenty three in the morning for those of us on the West Coast.
2: That doesn't matter. So, with <laughs> kind of a, like amazing to me is like i've had i've had trips like that too right where you have to bounce around to like four different cities in six days for four different things or whatever which is you know which is like it's nuts it's crazy those trips are tough and and sometimes awful but necessary like you got to go you got to go you got to do your driving commitments your sponsor commitment that's part of the job right what i just find like incredible is that we live in a time where you can do that you can be in indianapolis one day for an event Then you'd be in Las Vegas the next day for an event, and then you could be in between LA and Vegas for an event the next day, and then you could drive to LA to fly to Atlanta the next day, and then the next day be back in Indianapolis. Like the fact that that's even logistically possible for someone is just wild. We take take advantage. I think we should all appreciate that. That is true. That's very true. We we take it for granted, right? That you're just like, oh yeah, well, I've got to be here today and here tomorrow. But like, that's incredible.
3: Well, it was, I kind of had that realization when I, when i landed in atlanta and open up my my phone to get an uber and like it was still in california and then i watched the dot fire itself over to atlanta and i was like (laughs) that took three and a half hours that that's (laughs) impressive
2: (laughs) that was was cool (laughs) oh that was funny that is funny
1: Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 Plus Only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: So, James, what have you been up to?
2: Uh, well, yeah, yes. so Maybe my... more? Yeah, not, not quite as much not quite as much um not nothing so long beach happened that was the thing and then we actually decided to uh stay monday night because dancing with the stars uh new season just started and we wanted to go see a show so they they got people back in the audience this season after no people last season so we got to go you know we hooked up with uh with Sharon and brian and got to go see the show and run into some old friends and, and have dinner with them after, which was cool. It's great to see everybody. Uh, and then I actually had to go to Vancouver, uh, from LA because, um, part of the group that was announcing that formula E is actually making a triumphant return to Canadian soil, uh, next season with the race in Vancouver. So we had a big launch there, uh, which was, which is awesome. Really well done. And, uh, well received everybody seems to be pretty excited about that uh it's funny the the woman i know that works with uh the promotions group was somebody that helped run the formula atlantic series back in the day so like i worked with her first back in 2006 and both still in the crazy game of motorsports and finally back working together again which is kind of cool uh the great Waugh, for anyone who knows her and then 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 we finally got home we flew home we got back on like thursday at midnight And then Friday had to like get up, catch up on two weeks of not being home. And then we had the rehearsal uh, for the wedding. Cause as you said, I had to officiate a marriage, which God, I'm still questioning the legality of, but you know, I've done it once before. Yeah, it's fair. That's fair. Um, I've done it once before and they're still, I think legally married. So that's good. Um, So so God bless. Yeah. Yeah. One for one. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm about a thousand. Uh, Thank you, www.americanmarriageministries.org.
3: Did you have to like do a renewal or was it still good? No, it's like a lifetime thing.
2: You just do it. Yeah, I've still got a little certificate. It's signed by some guy. Apparently it's legitimate. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, but man, I'll tell you, like when I did it the first time, so yeah, so so that was Friday. And then obviously Saturday, we all did the wedding. Excuse me. And uh, I got to tell you, it's, One of the scariest things on earth, you've done it, right, Tim? You've done it. Yeah. Multiple times?
0: Yeah, uh, I've done it, I think, yeah, twice. And I I have to do it again in like two weeks.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. You said that. So it's, you know, it's like a pretty nerve-wracking thing because this is somebody's like wedding day. You screwing up there, it goes over really poorly because it's something that they remember, you know, forever. And it's on tape and there's lots of witnesses. So it's like, you really don't want to screw it up. Sure, but it went off well. The bride and groom were happy, which is all that mattered to me. Uh, your joke. And- did you? I have
3: a question. Was your joke about the the three the three times I asked you? Did you come up with that? Because that was really good. <laughs> you
2: no, I didn't. Okay, I stole that joke with permission from actually one of my best friends, who was the officiant at my wedding. And he, he used that? that joke. No, he okay. not in the not in the wedding speech. He did that joke. I'm not making this up. He did that joke in his valedictorian speech. I'm trying to remember if it was his like elementary school graduation valedictorian speech or his high school graduation valedictorian speech. Because Randall's just that kind of guy that he's just the he's a valedictorian of everything and president and head right. and whatever of everything yep. he does. Good for him. Yep. But he used that, and I remembered that joke because it was so funny. And so yes, I I absolutely blatantly stole that. That was that was a really uh, good one. I
0: feel like for the context of everybody listening, should you now tell the joke? Because also we have like sixteen more minutes that we got to fill.
2: I oh man, I don't know if I want to tell a joke because I might use it again sometime. to use it and again. Great, it
1: was a great it was great joke. Definitely.
3: Well well written, well executed. So anyways, you did a great job, James. Everyone was
2: happy. So appreciate that. So well Sunday, done. I'm I I so my Sunday. I think it was the least active day of my life. I think I moved less than any day not in hospital on Sunday. I was just going to say. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was just – it's not even that I went like crazy at the wedding, but like after being on the West Coast and every day out there, we had kind of later nights and early mornings and busy days and traveling and jet lag, and I was just so – Tired. I was exhausted. So me and Becky and Evan, my brother-in-law, who's who was in town for the wedding as well, we just kind of had the laziest day you've ever had. Um, and then, yeah, we uh, had a nice start to the week. Nice to be back to the gym for a couple days. Um, but now part of the reason why we're having to do this so early today is because Evan and I are getting in a car and driving up north for Canadian Thanksgiving. And it's just Evan and I because – becky while we were away this is like her industry the movie business showbiz if you will is such a crazy industry you know we were in vancouver for like two and a half days and in that time becky landed two gigs like two new movies both shooting up in canada and they're they're back to back with like a two-day buffer so she on saturday has to fly out to edmonton Alberta for like three weeks of filming those shoot and like you know when you're leading those movies you're on almost all day every day they always end on night shoot so the last day or two is usually you know starting at 6 p.m and ending at 6 a.m so she's gonna wrap on that film and then have two days to get across the country back to Northern Ontario and learn a new script and start filming two days later after that so it's gonna be a bit of a marathon session for her. but yeah for the next kind of six weeks she's uh she's up in Canada working so She's gonna skip Thanksgiving this year because she's gotta go out there and, and get ready. But super proud of her for that. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna go visit her out and be there. At least Evan will be there. Yeah.
0: That's what everybody's worried about. Right.
2: <laughs> the favorite Dalton. Yeah. According to Doug Bowles.
0: According to Doug Bowles, yes.
3: Evan is the man. Um, okay. Well, so... we have
0: a race that I think is important that we recap. Yeah. Able had her first cross country meet yesterday.
3: And how did she do?
0: I mean, the results aren't important. No, she okay. did fine.
2: So, uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a question. When you're <laughs> Hazel's age, what do you consider a cross country distance? Like did, she not... did a mile. Okay, okay, that's but farther like,
3: than you've ran in your life.
0: I mean, that's not true.
3: But, <laughs> Goodbye. Uh,
0: it's close. Uh, you no, know, it was funny. I had like the proud dad moment though, because like right before the race, they're all lined up. And Hazel, I see her kind of spreading her arms out to get the rest of her teammates' attention. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be good. I want to hear her inspirational speech. And she was like, "Uh, guys, it's not important if you do well. It's important if you try hard. And I was like, all right, way to go. Like, yeah, way to go, Hazel. And I'm right next to her second grade teacher, and she goes, yeah, but they should also win, though. And I was like,
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm glad like, the man, teacher isn't californian
0: that <laughs> uh no, that was cool but I, it didn't that's occur cool. to me like in indiana if your school hosted a cross country meet like it was all it was at the school that you would travel to right like if north central had a cross country meet you went and ran at north central if park tutor did it was there that's not really an option out here because none of these schools have the grounds for that so wow. it's just like every one of her meets is at the same park and all the schools get together for a cross-country meet at this park which i thought was kind of weird
3: did she have fun did she enjoy it
0: did oh she know? had a blast she was well, very tired afterwards but yeah those are those little legs make a mile seem pretty far
3: for sure yeah yeah no doubt um, <laughs> the
0: only race of note that happened
3: <laughs> the other one that we should talk about i mean bubba wallace won that's true. Did win. He did Which win. Is, I mean, hey, pretty awesome. Yeah, that is, that is sounds really like cool.
0: Bubba, when I was actually just trying to make fun of you guys in your race, but yeah, no, Bubba, no, we get there.
3: it. Everyone, everyone gets it. So, I mean, that that whole program, you know, coming from it was at one point just a two-car garage. Uh, I think a year ago, maybe a little bit less than that, and here they are winning Talladega. I think it's pretty pretty amazing for the sport. A good story michael jordan winning so soon is cool and um
2: yeah it's, it's not like it was a complete being involved. fluke right like no he ran up front he finished second yeah, yeah. at daytona like they've got a great sure. plate uh package so yeah it was it was great to see him it, it was rain shortened but like he was running up front legitimately he was doing a great job
3: so in that situation is denny <laughs> slightly less annoyed about his day because he kind of because he told- was running up front too
2: Yes. Yeah. So I say yes only because he. I think he won like the last race, right? So he's already in. Yes, he's already the next in. round of the he, playoffs. He won the so first two as, playoff races. Right. So like, as, I think as far as he's concerned, he doesn't really doesn't care, right. because right. yeah, his team won. It's a cool story. He's already locked in. He didn't wreck his car. You know, sure. like he, yeah, yeah. he didn't have a big crash damage bill to pay. So I think everybody, yeah, everybody wins on that deal.
3: Um. So and that, then that, that that the other, other race, race obviously, obviously was Long Beach. Yeah. So, James, talk us through your Long Beach. Qualifying was great. Best qualifying of the year. One (laughs) of the best
2: qualifying of the year. Best qualifying of the year. Should have been much better. On uh, on getting the fast six. Well, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. red flag come out. You
3: didn't you didn't make the fast six and then your lap got removed, which is a, a weird situation that occurred.
2: It was a weird situation that occurred. So yeah, let's talk. People like when we talk about this stuff. So let's talk about this stuff. So you see what happened was Will Power in Q1, Jack Harvey in Q1 had an issue in turn eight, ended up in the tires. Will came around the corner a little quick, I guess for a yellow flag, and cleaned out his left rear corner on the back of Jack's car, limped the car back to the pits. I still do not know how the Penske guys got that car Fixed enough to drive. It obviously wasn't fixed enough to finish the next session, but in 10 minutes to get that thing back on track was phenomenally impressive. Um, So, anyway, so they go, we go back out for Q2 and they get Will's car on track, but it dies on track. And the way the rules are in qualifying, if you cause a yellow flag in a corner, a local yellow that impedes another driver's lap you lose your fastest lap up to that point in the session. If you cause a red, you lose your two fastest laps for the whole session and you're ineligible to transfer, even if your third fastest lap was quick enough to transfer. So the other side of that rule is if you're, if you're, not, if you're the driver's on track, you know, um, if you come up to a yellow flag zone, you have to slow down 15% uh, reduction in speed for that sector and you cannot set your fastest lap time under a caution under a local caution so i come around on my second of third laps and there's a yellow flag right near the end of the lap like i nearly had the lap in the books and i had to back off but i start another lap i know i've got it's the last lap i've got for fuel and tires and everything and uh, i come around and the yellow's still waving but basically got instructed from the team to like push anyway. The car's off track. It's in a safe spot. There's no safety workers on track or anything like that, but the yellow was still waving. So it pushed anyway, set a because lap like, time.
3: Because it's not like they can give you a lap. Like It's one thing to fight it to not remove it, but they're never going to give you a lap that you didn't do, right? So Correct. That's why.
2: Correct. And so that's, yeah, that's sort of the mentality, right? Is It's the, it's the beg for forgiveness, don't ask for permission kind of mentality in a yeah. sense. But the problem is, is that everyone else had the exact same thought uh because and, and this is i think what, what, well, almost everyone yeah <laughs> so a bunch of guys drove through that caution a bunch of guys set their fastest lap through it and and indycar was faced with a bit of a mess at the end trying to figure out whose lap times were valid from when and and when the caution came out etc cetera, etc cetera, whatever whatever it ended up you know we, we had set a time that was quick enough it got taken away and a bunch of other guys got moved around long story short we ended up seventh and just not transferring which was kind of annoying but the real issue i've got alex is that if you're race control and a guy's in the runoff and you (laughs) you throw a yellow fine but if 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 the belief is that car can't be removed and that yellow can't be cleared red flag in the amount of time it takes the first car that comes up to it exactly to finish another lap you have to go red because if you just leave it yellow locally all we're doing is driving around and not legally by the rules allowed to go any faster so what's the right. point you know Why you're burning you, your tires yeah. you're burning the, the what are we doing so i think that was a a big mistake on on indycar's part was not throwing the red when it became obvious that will wasn't going to make it into the pits or you know because of where his car was you could have just been like hey look he's there heads up you know he's there is a very like not a place you were going to run into him so just let it go green in that sector and let us it was only two minutes left on the clock anyway let us finish it so they they kind of shot themselves in the foot i think a little bit with how that was that was played out couldn't agree
3: more so anyways um you know uh, qualifying in a lot of respects is is getting problematic and i think i mean there was an article that came out about from jay saying that with the grids that we have or are projected to have um they need to rethink qualifying The way they're thinking about rethinking qualifying, I don't know that it solves anything.
2: Ultimately... What what did the article say? Hmm. (laughs) Oh, you didn't read it. (laughs) So, how do you... How do you know that what they're proposing is problematic if you didn't read it? Because <laughs> he's Fair an American. Point. He just no. needs
1: to read
0: the
3: headline, James. Because no, no, because James, <laughs> no, he mentioned he mentioned to us what they were planning on doing, right? And getting rid of the fast six and just doing the two groups.
1: Wait, but I oh, six. Oh. Right.
3: So like I I I didn't read yeah. it, but I know what he's talking about, right?
2: Right. Well, but we've polled our audience on this. Everybody likes the knockout qualifying. For
3: sure, for sure. So, for sure. like,
2: the one thing I heard was that they would split Q1 into three different groups. Oh, that's good. And then, and then take so that way you've got fewer cars on track per but, group and running into not, each other's less. Uh, an issue. less okay.
3: Do you not think a solution would be to. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I, I, I almost wonder give us an extra set of reds and like just don't allow blacks, just make qualifying reds. So you run three sets of reds, just
2: one one tire compound. You have to pick what? a tire compound, right? Yeah. Why? What, what's what's the what's the motivation there? Because you then you get rid of the banker lap
3: chaos, right? And you you have a bigger window of time to go do your lap, right? So I think it doesn't it do, doesn't matter it doesn't matter. No,
2: you could it you could give us an hour and everyone's going to go out at fifty eight minutes and twenty two no, seconds because, and go because do two then,
3: laps. Then you would be rewarded. Right, you could potentially be rewarded for going out and just doing your lap and getting in early, and Are, losing isn't the.
2: the case? Well, yeah. yes, yeah. Ten minutes, it's the same thing, right? And like, and I, here but, I but see what you saying, every, and because a,
3: everyone wants to do bankers, you you make it a, a mess. Ultimately you do.
2: What is a so uh,
0: what is a banker? What does that mean? I know that, that's what we go out in the black and uh, before you right. go. So out uh, red, ultimately it, the,
2: the red firestone tires are, are gonna be quicker ninety-nine point nine times out of a hundred. But what we do is we go out and set what's called a banker lap on the on the primary tires, which fundamentally is more about getting heat in the car, testing out the track conditions, making sure the brakes are up to temperature, all that sort of stuff before you throw the reds on because sometimes the reds are one lap and they're done. And if you were doing that with cold brakes, like that would actually be a, a really big challenge. I so from a but from a comp, from a competitor standpoint, I see what you're saying and it does make it a little easier and cleaner. But man, from an entertainment standpoint, the the banker laps make it interesting and it does put some emphasis on guys who are willing to maybe start their reds a little bit sooner or some of the guys that do reds reds rather than black reds or their banker laps on a set of reds and they've set a really good time and then a red flag comes out and mixes up the grid a bit that's that's entertainment right so i don't think we should get rid of the banker laps necessarily i think the ultimate issue is that everybody tries to jam into the same small piece of real estate in the racetrack and when you have 27, 28 cars now at some of these races, some of these narrow short street circuits under two miles long, you're going to have a big problem. So, I mean, that's one problem I got to solve. Pit lane is going to be the next one because we are like straight up out of pit stalls at some racetracks. Like if we had run Toronto this year, you couldn't have had 27 or 28 cars there. It's just not physically possible. So you're going to have to start having like bump day at road, street tracks and even places like Gateway that are you know shorter pit lanes because we're just running out of room, which I think is awesome. By the way,
0: yeah, I think a bump day at a non Indy race would be awesome.
2: You just, you got to qualify. There's like a chance that you know if something goes wrong or an experienced guy, like think think of you know like guys that have made small mistakes on their banker laps, you know, on that first but run like, in Q one. You know, you know, you know would have to go
3: home. Remember you know that'll never be approved, right? You're never going to. There's already a big enough issue that people have with bump day of potentially full-time cars for Indy 500, which has been tradition forever. Right. And ultimately, yes, it's, it's a... I, because it could then happen multiple times in the year, you're never going to allow a full-time car to get bumped. Because say, I mean, let's take Will Power for example, who always seems to potentially have a mechanical failure or something, some, some, <laughs> something, right?
2: Something go wrong. Like he's probably not going to make a lot of races if that's the case.
3: I don't think. Well, it's
2: yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about, right? And like, if it's if it happens at more places than just Indy, do they start putting in like, a, okay, well, if you're a leader circle car, you've got a sure. guaranteed spot, and everyone yeah. else has to kind of race their way in. Right. Um. But I mean, but it's I mean it's something has to give because at some point we're going to go to a racetrack that just flat out does not have enough room for that many cars right it's true um okay so so my especially qualified- if a third manufacturer comes in that's just going to add to the car count probably but yeah sorry go ahead so yeah so my qualifying- know
0: the third manufacturer is going to be
2: so you so how'd you so your qualifying was complicated by a practice issue Sort of. Uh, I mean, sure, but not really. I mean,
3: ultimately, it was complicated by a yellow flag um, situation. Right. But anyway, so we, we didn't transfer out of group one, which was, I, I mean, w- weird
2: for us at Long Beach. I yeah. feel like that. Two, two time back to back defending race winner. Yeah. I and feel Colton like, as well.
3: Yeah. I feel like Colton and I, you know, we were, we were all, I mean, honestly, all of the Android the Autosport Sport cards were really strong as you, again, would expect at Long Beach with with our track record there. And so I think we were all kind of banking on the Fast Six. Everyone was planning on the Fast Six, from from myself to, to Colton to, to you, to Ryan. And the fact that no one made it yeah. and such was a pretty big disappointment. And two cars didn't make it out of Group 1 was a bit of a shock. So anyways, um, that kind of put us on the back foot. But ultimately, as we've seen in the past, and we saw it again on sunday there is there is something to be said for regardless of how difficult the track is to pass on there is something to be said for if you have a fast car and you're out of position for whatever reason that extra set of new reds is like game changing it can is be. a Big deal, right? We've seen it before with Joseph at Barber. We've seen it with Bourdais at St. Pete. We saw it with Grosjean at Laguna. We saw it with Colton at Long Beach. Like there is many examples of guys that are able to literally just go from 14th to 21st, whatever they start to the lead or to right. the podium and, and have right. a great result. So nothing. Colton obviously did a phenomenal job. Did it? Did a, had a great race. Made a lot of moves. Was fast all of those things. But I think there's certainly it's in the back of people's mind now. Like if you make it out of group one and you, you think you're a 10th or 11th place car, like you should probably just
2: sit qualifying. That, that is essentially what I think. Was it Graham at Portland? No. Gra- where, where did we run recently? Laguna Laguna. Grammett Laguna did that. Graham at Laguna quali- he made it into Q2 but just ran blacks in Q2 and saved an extra set for the race and it and it worked. It helped. He ended up having a, a strong result I think if I remember correctly. But um yeah, it, it's you're you're so right. I mean 13th is almost like the best place to qualify or like you say 12, like get into Q2 and then just don't run and save your save your reds or like or race. like
3: put a set of blacks on and if someone has an issue and you sneak into like 9th right.
2: yeah you you pick up that spot or yeah some guy gets blocked for or done for blocking or one guy goes off or whatever you pick up a couple spots but yeah no it's it's definitely something to consider at some of these places it's kind of interesting how uh how it's worked out but yeah so how was uh,
3: our race was fine um we had a we had a failure on the car on lap uh 12 so we kind of just drove around um, the team did a great job strategy wise and got us from fifteenth to six, which, considering the problem we have, was fine. was was good. Um, had some good battles out there, and yeah, it was just it was it was it, 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 it was, was a race and it was over. Yeah. And here we are, twenty twenty
2: two. Thank the Lord. I hope <laughs> maybe maybe not. Like <laughs> yeah, we had some similar. We were running kind of fourth in the strategy behind colton joseph and scott just ahead of polo and also had something break on the car with about 30 to go and just was hanging on for dear life at that point so i think we ended up like 14th or something but it was it sucked because we, we had a really strong race going the guys were great in the pits and the strategy was great but car was fast we just uh had that uh, cartoon anvil hit us again as as happens say la vis. but uh baja's next for you right Kind of. Uh, so we
3: we have the pre-running. So basically, the the testing down in Baja in two weeks, um, but then Petite. So coming Petite coming up, um, which is it's going to be a big. <laughs> here, here, old boy Alex again is in the position to uh, either help or hurt a team win a championship. So that'll be that'll be interesting. It's uh, at least
2: you've been to the track this time.
3: At least I've been to the track this time.
2: So no, it's it's going
3: to be it's going to be. Uh, a great event. Not only is it petite, not only does it have its own kind of um, legacy that goes along with it, it is going to be a three way championship fight. And pretty much whoever wins, wins the championship. Um, so it's, it's
0: ironically big, petite.
3: <laughs> uh, right. Petite is French for yes. small. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's going to be cool. So we, we have a test there um, in two weeks. We'll see. I feel like I feel like the Acura is really well suited to that track because it's all high speed corners, which is where the Acura makes lap time.
2: And you guys uh, were racing for the win there last year before we were, a we late racing. race a little incident. A little, yeah, some wheel banging.
3: So yeah, I'm excited. And and yes, it is very helpful that I'm not seeing the track for the first time in the <laughs> 45 minute practice
2: session. <laughs> for had. sure, for sure. Well, uh, we'll have time to cover that before you get there. In the meantime tim go back to bed alex thanks for getting up early uh happy canadian thanksgiving guys
0: why does he get thanked for getting up early i'm up earlier
2: but you're going back to bed
0: that's fair yeah but for half an hour
2: yeah it's okay well thanks for getting up early
0: (laughs) thank you that's all i wanted
2: Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually, we're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to add producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham.
3: About
0: that I Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. so no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reeses, you did it. you stumped this charming devil.